Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the Casting Across Fly Fishing Podcast. I'm Matthew of castingacross.com, where I explore the quarry and culture of fly fishing. Happy Thanksgiving from Casting Across. This is being recorded in the morning of Thanksgiving 2022 and being released late in the evening of Thanksgiving 2022. I hope that you had a fantastic holiday, that you were able to do precisely what you wanted to do. Talk briefly about what I'm doing, uh, both what I've already done today and what I plan on doing in the immediate future uh, both both for Thanksgiving, as well as some outdoor stuff, which is really why you're here. You are not here to listen to my holiday plans, but you are here to talk about fly fishing. But we woke up early this morning, and I took my boys on a, a turkey trot. Uh, I do not like paying for races. Now, I appreciate that sometimes there are charities and fundraisers and things like that involved, but as someone who runs quite a bit, I don't like uh, doing something that I do five or six times a week and paying $50 for it just to get a uh, long sleeve t-shirt. But my boys and I did it in town, just the three of us. I'm not sure if my town actually had one or not, but we uh, we went out and, and did it and had a lot of fun, 22 degrees. And so we were nice and bundled up. And by the time I got home, it was almost time to start up the smoker. So I don't know about you, but my preferred cooking method for turkeys is in the smoker. Um, I like deep fried turkey. Back when I was in college in South Carolina and Columbia, there's a place called Pierre's Cajun Turkey, and they deep fried whole turkeys, but they also deep fried turkey wings, and I ate those all the time. Uh, I pretty much had to pass Pierre's every time I went to work or came home from work or did anything. And so uh, like four and a half bucks get you four or five deep fried turkey rings. Tossed in lemon pepper was a pretty spectacular uh, snack and or meal. But uh, as much as I like deep fried turkey, as much as I like turkey in the oven, uh, and I, that that is a, an, a 
overlooked uh, quality way to prepare a turkey is a well-cooked roasted turkey is nothing to sniff at. Uh, but I think smoking it is is the way to go. For years and years, I had a uh, char griller um, uh, barrel smoker. So this is a side mounted uh, smoker where you have your firebox on the side and the, the flame comes or the heat comes through and the smoke comes through and it's a large cooking area. Well, I moved it probably four times, and before my my fifth move, uh, I said the thing isn't going to survive. So I actually gave it to my neighbor, and hopefully he's still enjoying it. I drive by there every once in a while. I, I don't see it, but uh, I don't crane my neck too much to look in someone's backyard. But uh, recently, I had someone, and talk about being thankful, I had someone give me what's called the pit barrel cooker. And this is not an advertisement for the pit barrel cooker, but I think it is a smoker that is worth looking into, especially if you haven't smoked much before because it is very much a set it and forget it kind of smoker. So I, I highly recommend it if you are just starting out with smoking uh, because everything I've put in it has been no maintenance, no fuss. You throw the meat in and it comes out great. That being said, this is the first turkey that I am, I am putting in it. And the cool thing about this smoker is that everything hangs. So I actually have the uh, attachment or the, the base from my deep fryer, which is like a, a, a wide uh, circle uh, with a pole that goes through it and the turkey slides onto it and that would normally sit inside of my deep fryer but I have it sitting on that with uh, within a big hook in it and it hangs from a bar that's at the top of the pit barrel cooker and I'm sure, I'm sure they sell something that is for that but I rigged it up myself didn't spend any money on it and uh, it's been going for a few hours now and it maintains a steady temperature and uh, all of the drippings fall down on the charcoal, which kind of slows down the cooking, but also maintains the moisture. But it's an excellent way to cook meat. And I'm excited about how the turkey is going to turn out. So, but as far as the rest of the day, it's going to be football, football, and more football. That's the, uh, that's the game plan. The boys are really excited about watching football, about playing football. And so while I have cheese and tasty beverages, and then eventually the meal, which the turkey is certainly an important part of, but the corn pudding and the sweet potato casserole and the homemade stuffing and the chocolate bourbon pecan pie, those are the things that I am truly looking forward to. So all that said, I hope that you had a wonderful Thanksgiving and that you enjoyed your turkey, however it was cooked. Oh, one more turkey thing. This is this is my my pro tip for turkey, and this might be n not some grand revelation, but uh, I am not a huge fan of the pretty turkey presentation where you bring the whole bird out and you show it to people and you say, ah, ooh, wow, you know. Um, it is nice. It, it is attractive, but it is not the most user-friendly thing in the world, uh, especially if you lean over onto the, the din dinner table and cut the thing up. I'm also not a fan of the well-presented cut-up turkey. So that is to say where everything is, the breasts are sliced very neatly and laid out on a platter, and then there's, you know, maybe the drumsticks and the wings and the dark dark meat is kind of cut up and laid out. That's great if you have people who are super picky, but the preferred way to do it, which I think is going to give you more flavor and more happiness, is if you take all of the meat, you throw it, you, you cut it however you want to cut it, and then you throw it in the same platter, and then you mix it all up. You get your hands in there. Now, especially if you have seasoned the skin, uh, whether you're smoking it or oven roasting it, uh, then what's going to happen is you are going to get all of those seasonings that are on the skin, and they're going to mix all up all over the meat. 
as well as the juice and the grease from the dark meat, which is spectacular, is going to get on the light meat, which is, you know, kind of an easier, more palatable thing for the neophyte Thanksgiving eater. And by mixing all of this up, you're going to have a great um, melding of flavors and of moisture and things like that. I think this is why leftover turkey is so good because you've had all of those different meats sitting together, all that seasoning sitting together uh, for a long period of time. So along with resting your bird, mixing your meats up with the skin on is definitely a great way to go. Now to what is really important, I mean food's important, uh, but being thankful. And I just want to share a few things that I'm thankful for and kind of as is standard operating procedure for the podcast. Uh, hopefully you can appreciate what I'm thankful for, but it'll also get you thinking about what you are thankful for. And I am truly thankful for the opportunities that I get to be outdoors. Um, I, whether it's fly fishing, whether it is running, and as you probably know, I have taken up duck hunting over the last few years, and I get to do that stuff a lot. Like, I get to do it a whole lot for somebody who has the kind of job that I have, um, I'm in ministry and for having four boys who are busy and for all the other things that I have going on in my life, I am incredibly thankful that I get the opportunities that I get, that I'm able to be on the water uh, with fly rod, on the water with shotgun, on the water with a paddle and, uh, uh, running along the water in my in my uh, running shoes, uh, the fact that I get to do that as much as I do is truly a blessing. And uh, there there are certainly times where I think I wish I could be maybe on this river or that river. Uh, I wish I could maybe you know take advantage of this nice weather and be out in the early mornings, uh, maybe two or three more times a week than I am. But then I stop and think uh, realistically. Uh, I am getting to get outside a lot more than I probably uh, deserve. And this is not to be in any sort of comparative sense, but a lot more than a lot of people do. And that is really a humbling thing. And so that makes me thankful, first of all, to my family, uh, that they are understanding <laughs> and that they also are part of this. Uh, my boys will go hunting with me. My boys will go fishing with me. Uh, my boys and my wife will go out, uh, hiking and running, uh, with me. They entertain my conversations about fishing and hunting. Uh, they, uh, will, will accompany as I go running outside. Uh, and so I am thankful to them. I'm not thankful to the concept of fly fishing. I'm not thankful to the concept of duck hunting. I'm certainly not thankful to fish or to ducks. Uh, you, you can't be thankful to a duck. You go up to duck and say, thank you. Uh, that means nothing to that duck. And really it doesn't mean anything to you. <laughs> um, it, it's good to have a, a attitude of gratitude, but ultimately your thanks have to be extended somewhere. I wrote about that this week in an article, but uh, that's that's how Thanksgiving truly works. It's the giving of thanks to someone who can receive it. And so that is why I would say I am first and foremost thankful to my family um, because they are the ones who are part of everyday life, which just so happens to include a lot of uh, fly fishing and hunting and time in the woods and time on the road. And so I'm very thankful for them, who they are and what they mean to me. Before I continue with more Thanksgivings, uh, this podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. You know, it's never too early to play holiday music, and it's never too early to start thinking about gifts. 
whether it's for you or for a friend, you can make this season to be a jolly one with Manscaped. So Manscaped is a a company that I have had a relationship with before, and I have brought them back, and they've brought me back for this holiday season. So if you use the code CASTING, C-A-S-T-I-N-G, as in casting across on the website, then you are going to get free shipping and 20% off. Now, I think you probably know what Manscaped's big, uh, big ticket item is. It is a body shaver, and you might say that is the last thing I want to do. But hear me out. There is so much more to Manscaped than just a body shaver. In fact, the thing that I've been enjoying the most from Manscaped lately is their normal grooming products. Uh, no, no matter how you feel about uh, shaving uh, anywhere and everywhere, uh, you probably use shampoo and you probably use conditioner and you probably use body wash. And so they have a new ultra premium body wash and an ultra premium two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. And this stuff is great for a few reasons. One, it works. Uh, I have not used a two-in-one shampoo and conditioner that works in a long time. And for me, it is going on my head and it's also going on my face, which I suppose my face is part of my head. But anyway, uh, because I have a pretty sizable beard this time of year, I want a shampoo and a conditioner that's not just going to keep my hair healthy and my scalp healthy, but also my face. And Manscaped's uh, ultra premium two-in-one shampoo certainly does does that. So I'm a big fan of those two products. And there's other products I'll be talking about in the coming weeks. So why would you buy this? You'd buy this first of all, because it works. Secondly, you're going to smell super masculine. I mean, uh, you're going to go out in the woods and the animals are going to flock to you because uh, you you smell like the woods. If, if you like pine tree, if you like IPAs, if you like the smell of earth, this is what you are going to smell like if you use these products. And the animals are going to pay attention and the lady in your life is also going to pay attention to you if you use Manscaped's body wash and their shampoo and conditioner. So like I said, get 20% off and free shipping with the code CASTING at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code CASTING. So what else am I thankful for? I'm thankful for turkey. I'm thankful for my family. Um, and in my article that I wrote on Wednesday, I rattled off about a half dozen people that I am thankful for. And my family, my, my wife and my boys are certainly people that are, are redundant. I've mentioned already as far as people I'm thankful for. I'm mentioning on the podcast on the website. Uh, but I also want to mention somebody else, somebody who I know listens to the podcast, my buddy PJ, who has uh, really taken me under his feathery wing and showed me how to uh, hunt waterfowl. And uh, he often gives me the first shot, the best setup, and uh, serves as as friend and guide when we're out on the water for the last few seasons. And so uh, I'm, I'm appreciative to him for who he is and what he does and how he's shown me these things, uh, but also appreciative of the fact that uh, this is something new that I've taken up in the last few years. I've been fly fishing for a long time. Uh, a lot of the things I do, I've been doing for a long time. And so, uh, especially with, with being in the fly fishing industry and teaching fly fishing and guiding and casting instruction and working uh, in, in a fly shop, uh, it's not, I'm certainly not a professional. I'm, I'm not, I haven't arrived. I, I wouldn't call myself an expert, uh, but I have a pretty good knowledge base. And so things come very intuitively. Uh, I, I have a good uh, kind of encyclopedia either in my head or on my book shelf or that I know how to utilize online where I'm able to access the information that I need relatively quickly 
And like I said, things come intuitively to me from just being on the water so much uh, over the last 20, 25 years. That's not the case with a shotgun in my hand. Uh, that's not the, the case when I, I go into a swamp or I'm in a flooded timbers or a flooded cornfield. I kind of know where ducks should be. I kind of know where the are coming from, but it's not something that I have a lot of confidence in. And so for me, I'm very thankful that PJ showed me the ropes, that he's kind of, again, guided me, for, for a lack of a better term, onto what to look for. Um, and so that is something that, again, I'm thankful for, but something that I think everyone should be thankful for uh, in, in their life, for whatever it might be. But let's keep it to fly fishing and outdoor stuff. Um, so many of us have had somebody in our life, whether it be for fly fishing or fishing or hunting or uh, whether, you know, camping or orienteering or whatever might be out, outside that has walked us through how to do stuff, how to use stuff, what to pay attention to. For some people, it comes more naturally than others, but there are certain things that require that human touch, uh, that on-the-ground experience for us to understand it. I'll, I'll be totally honest with you. I, I watch uh, shows about about hunting, for example. Uh, I watch a, a lot of, of, of good stuff that's on like Meat Eater, uh, some other things that are on uh, on YouTube and on streaming services, and it I very quickly go from learning to being entertained. Uh, it's not the, the simplest thing to do. So for all of the information that's online, all the information that's on streaming services, it doesn't necessarily create a one-to-one -one correlation with learning. Uh, it's probably back there in the, in, in the recesses of my brain somewhere, but uh, I, I feel like I'm relatively perceptive both through reading and through watching things and from listening to things, uh, all, all three of those. Uh, but even with that, there is an enormous difference from getting that information from the printed page, uh, from a podcast, or from a, a, a screen, and getting that from a person walking you through it. I think having all of your senses engaged, being ha able to have not just the, the the listening, but the visual that accompanies it, and the touch, and it's not really one of the our core senses, but just being present uh, in, in the moment allows you to pick things up that you wouldn't normally pick up. And so having someone walk you through that is vital. So I'm thankful that I've, I've gotten that in duck hunting. I'm thankful that I've gotten that from people in fly fishing. I'm thankful that I've gotten that from people in casting and fly tying and just reading the water for, for regular fishing. And I can think of moments uh, in my life where I had someone sit down at the vet device with me, uh, someone kind of go hand over hand in casting. And those are instrumental moments in coming to a place of increased competency at those core skills. And while other media have been very, very helpful, incredibly helpful in refining those talents and refining those skills, it took that human touch to uh, really get that kick started. And does that mean that you are completely out of luck if there's nobody around that's going to show you how to do it? No, there are plenty of self-taught people that have used various uh, forms of media and resources to become competent and become very, very capable uh, anglers and hunters and, and, and other out, outdoorsmen, outdoorswomen. But I think there really is a huge leg up that you get if you have a person that can help you out. And so I am thankful for not just PJ, but all the other folks in my life that have done that uh, with stuff in the outdoors. But this is Thanksgiving. 
there's much more important things at stake than fly fishing, than hunting, than uh, shampoo, and then turkey. And so I have, have generally speaking, uh, not been super forward with with the kind of the deeper aspects of my life, the foundational aspects of my life. But uh, I feel like Thanksgiving and Christmas and Easter uh, give me opportunities to mention that. And uh, if you've listened to me for, for a few weeks or a few years, you know that uh, what's most important to me is the most important thing in the entire world. And that is to me, and I believe for everyone, uh, their relationship to a holy God, especially uh, their relationship to that God through the God-man who is Jesus Christ. And for me, that is what I am most thankful for because my relationship with him, who he is, what he has accomplished in space and time applied to my life at a particular moment uh, is definitional for understanding not just fishing, not just family, but all things. And so I am very thankful for that. I'm thankful for him. I'm thankful for him revealing himself to me. And I'm thankful for opportunities that I have to talk about uh, who he is and what he he has given us, uh, not only in scripture, but also in his spirit. And so, uh, hey, if you want to reach out and talk about that, Matthew at castingacross.com. I always ask people to talk to me about fly fishing, and I'm always happy to do that. But uh, as, as excited and passionate as I am about fly fishing and the quarry and culture that goes along with it, the people, places, and things, um, if that's at like a, like a, like a five, then, uh, then Jesus is at like a 10. <laughs> it could always be more. It can always be better. But that is, that is, that is my, my, my true passion, what I'm most excited about and ultimately what I'm most thankful for. So once again, happy Thanksgiving from Casting Across. A little bit of a different podcast episode, but uh, this is what I'm thinking about today. So I thought that I would share it with you. This week on the website, the first article that came out on Monday was called Fighting Supernatural Nature. Fighting Supernatural Nature. Uh, here, tongue-in-cheek article, I don't actually believe there's anything weird and kind of heebie-jeebie going on in the woods, but animals, trout and ducks and deer and turkey and bass and even catfish, uh, act totally different uh, certain times uh, versus others. And I talk about what that distinction is uh, in this article, Fighting Supernatural Nature, which was published on Monday, November 21st. Wednesday's article is called, I Am Thankful. And it was basically a repeat of what I talked about here, only I mentioned about five or six other people, uh, and only in two or three sentences mentioned why I'm thankful for them. And to kind of circle back, um, and actually, here you go. This week's recommendation on the podcast is tell someone that you're thankful for them. It doesn't have to be on a podcast. It doesn't have to be on a website. But uh, tell someone that you are thankful for them and what they've done for you, or what they are doing for you, whether it be current and present or whether it goes back 25 years. Uh, it's it's a great thing to hear. You know, today I've gotten a few texts from people saying they're thankful for me for some reason or another, and that's exciting and it's encouraging, and it makes me want to do that for someone else uh, because you really understand and appreciate the impact that you have on someone's life uh, when you are told that you that they're thankful for you. Uh, hopefully, it is not a point of pride. It is not a point of uh, superiority. Hopefully, it, it truly is when you are told when someone tells you that you are they are thankful for you. The, the humble response of how much of an impact that we have on one another. It may be as simple as the fact that you showed somebody how to fly fish or that you showed someone a spot where they can, they can, uh, you know, shoot ducks or, or that you've, you've given some sort of insight on gear or something like that, or it could be much, much more significant than that. And hopefully 
there's people that you can say thank you to that you've had a significant that have had a significant impact on you and people that can say, say thank you to you because you've had a significant impact on them. So don't go seeking out thank yous, but go seeking out people that you can say thank you to. So that's my recommendation this week on the podcast. Thanks for listening to the Casting Across Fly Fishing Podcast. Please subscribe to your favorite podcast app and then rate your podcast on iTunes. Then head over to castingacross.com for three posts a week on the people, places, and things that go into the pursuit of fish. Thank you.